Welcome back to your haunted holiday. This is Lisa. And this is Lindsay. And Lindsay, I pulled one out of left field for you that I think you are going to be surprised by. Okay. I truly have absolutely no idea what we're covering tonight. Uh, excited. This is a hotel on right in smack dab in the middle of the strip in Las Vegas. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Okay. Trying to think what this would possibly be. It is extremely haunted, and I will tell you why. There is, unfortunately, a very good reason for it to be haunted. But, I mean, I had no idea. I was just like, I wonder if there's a place in Vegas that's haunted. We, we're due for a Vegas trip. So I started looking it up, and we're definitely going to have to stay here next time we go to Vegas. It's been a little bit. It's in the main strip? It is. This is your haunted holiday at Bally's Hotel and Casino in Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, Lindsay, so before Bally's was Bally's there on the strip. In 1973, it actually opened as the MGM Grand Casino. Mm. And at the time in 1973, it was actually considered the biggest hotel in the world. So this is literally a pretty grand place at the time in the 70s. So to give some context for our listeners about where Bally's is located, I actually only know this because a few years ago I stayed at the Paris Hotel, which is actually right there connected. They're right next door. And in fact, when you walk through the Paris Casino, part of you can walk right into the Bally's Casino. They're like connected right across the street is the Bellagio and then like Caesars. So if you're thinking about where this might be and you're semi familiar with where things are on the Las Vegas Strip, there you go. That's kind of where you're going to find it. And you have a better memory than I do about that because honestly, I could not remember where it was in relation to things, but it's certainly like right smack dab in the middle of all the action in Vegas. This is a, a, a gigantic hotel. Unfortunately, though, there is a really significant tragedy that takes place here in 1980. And essentially what happened is it was the, what they say is the third worst fire in U.S. history in terms of casualties at this casino and hotel. And when they built it, they decided to not spend the money on the sprinkler system or smoke detectors because it wasn't a requirement back then. And it was going to cost them like $200,000 to put that in. So they did not have any sort of detection system. A faulty wire in one of the kitchen areas actually started a fire in the walls. And unfortunately, a lot of the stuff in the hotel was really flammable. You're thinking about carpets, upholstery, mm-hmm. and this thing spread super fast. They say that the fire moved and spread about 15 feet every second. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And once it gets going, I mean, it's really, really crazy how quick these things can go. I, I just watched a documentary about the, uh, remember the, for, for listeners back in the early 2000s, there was that 
bar that had a band called Great White from the 80s. Yes. And that they did like some pyrotechnics and that stuff caught so fast. There's some other things that added to the flammability of that particular building. But I mean, it's just they literally said that people had about 60 seconds to get out if they were going to survive. And think about this, you know, a hotel with multiple levels. Right. Very scary. Yep. And the, I mean, it quickly spread all across the casino floor. People are panicked. They're trying to get out of the building. People are in the stairwells trying to get down. But the smoke was so thick that it filled all of the stairwells. They say nobody in the stairwells survived. People were going out to their balconies trying to get air. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, this is a really tall building. And so firemen's ladders could, you know, not reach anything above. I think they say like the ninth floor. Eventually, people were able to make their way to the roof. Helicopters were able to take them off the roof. But I mean, this really was a tragedy. And You know, most people did not die from the actual flames and burns themselves. Most people died because of the smoke inhalation. Exactly. That's what I've heard because, you know, I've heard that, gosh, it's so terrifying to die in a fire. But I just recently heard this and it was not on that same documentary, but it was, you know, the good news is most people kind of pass out first. They don't really suffer. You know, I'm sure there's fear involved, but the smoke inhalation you will pass out and you won't even know what's going on like right you're essentially suffocating because you're not exactly oxygen and in total Lindsay, 87 people passed away due to this fire wow that's a lot yes and they say it was so bad that as firefighters were trying to make their way in they were literally just crawling over piles of bodies that had kind of built up in like the elevator area trying to get out and they had to bring in refrigerator trucks as like temporary morgues just because of the sheer number of people that died here oh my goodness did did you say earlier what started it like what started this fire it was faulty wiring in one of the kitchens so the fire actually started in the wall and then it just had something to feed it something you know was there that was flammable and boom it went off really really quickly before anybody was able to put it out and it yeah proceeded to spread they did go ahead and renovate it they reopened mgm grand several months later after a pretty significant you know renovation to get the damage fixed And in 1986, several years later, they sold it to Bally's, which is what it is today. It has traded hands over the years between like different companies that own it, like Caesars and Hilton, but it is still a Bally's today. I gotcha. I got you. And the MGM Grand like eventually moved down the street, I imagine. Maybe a new building, but I don't know the whole history there. Kind of, kind of just crazy to think that. 87 people died right there in a fire and they were just able to rebuild. I imagine they definitely put the sprinkler system in. I mean, yes, that's a really good point because this fire as a result, Nevada enacted some very strict fire safety regulations. And now it has some of the strictest regulations out of, you know, any state in the U S 
And yes, they ended up paying out, you know, they were trying to save $200,000 from installing the sprinkler and fire detection system. And they ended up paying out millions and millions of dollars to the families and the victims of this fire. Right, right. I'm not surprised by that at all. This is Lisa, and are you ready to embark on the adventure of a lifetime? You've heard me delve into the world of haunted travel, exploring eerie locations, and uncovering spine-chilling tales. And now I'm thrilled to announce the launch of something very special to me, which is my own travel agency, brought to you by Your Haunted Holiday. As our listeners know, I'm not just passionate about haunted travel, I live and breathe it. From researching the most haunted destinations to planning unforgettable journeys, I'm here to make your travel dreams a reality. Whether you're seeking the thrill of a haunted location or craving a getaway to somewhere a little less spine tingling, I've got you covered. And here's the best part, my services are absolutely free. Let me put my travel skills to good use by helping you plan the perfect escape. Simply visit yourhauntedholiday.com and click on the Travel Agency by Lisa link at the top of the page in the menu. So where will your next adventure take you? Let's make it a journey you'll never forget. Contact Your Haunted Holiday Travel Agency today and let's start planning. Your adventure awaits. Not long after the hotel reopened its doors, people started experiencing activity very, very quickly. Some of it really sad, honestly. You know, people hear shouting out of nowhere. People like trying to escape the fire. They hear screams from the rooms you know, sometimes because people are are trapped in those rooms, but also in the stairwells, they hear it quite a bit there as well. They will hear the sound sometimes of footsteps, like people are trying to run out of the building. And they also hear coughing from, you know, people mm-hmm. obviously impacted by the smoke. And then this is interesting, extreme hot spots. So it's almost like residual energy from the fire itself sometimes is Mm -hmm. felt in this building. Very, very interesting. I I have to say, I mean, it's so crazy because, I mean, we walked right through that casino. I had no idea it was haunted. Absolutely no clue, right? Like, it just goes to show you just never know the history of a place or the land that it's on or the building or whatever. I mean... I had no idea. If I knew, I would have been like going in the stairwells. I would have been going all over the place looking for something. Well, and you know what? Me too. You know, a lot of the activity is in the rooms and the stairwells and some of the upper floors. But there is quite a bit of activity on the casino floor because a lot of people passed away there too. Right. I mean, the one thing you got to be careful of, though, if you're like ghost hunting in the casino floor, like maybe don't bring like an EMF or a K2 meter or like dousing rods because there's a lot of security and you're not up to no good, but they might like be looking at you like, what is this person doing? Are they trying to screw with our machines? 
because there's lots of uh, people that go to casinos that try to scam them out of money. So they're on high alert. I'd be hesitant to do anything too weird out there. That's a really good point. I hadn't even considered that. Yeah, I would not bring, I would bring equipment with me if I stayed here just to be used in my room. But under no circumstances would I take it out onto the casino floor or maybe even outside the room. I don't know. I'd, I'd have to think about that because you're right. They would definitely approach you, I think, to I ask have you no what's doubt. going on. I have no doubt. If you're walking around with the EMF trying to get readings, which, by the way, in a casino is probably not a great environment to do it anyway, even minus the security, you're probably going to get all kinds of weird readings. But... I mean, yeah, they're going to come up and be like, what are you doing? Uh, So be prepared to explain yourself if that's what you're going to do. I mean, that's my bet anyway. I mean, I could be wrong here, but they they got a lot of security. Yes, they do. The other thing that you want to look for here is the smell of smoke. Now, I'm sure on the casino floor, that's going to be hard to discern because there's usually smoking, you know, of cigarettes there. However, in the rooms, when you get a non-smoking room, sometimes suddenly the smell of smoke will appear, especially sometimes in the higher floors. And the other thing that people will hear is fire alarms going off, which is unusual because there was no fire alarm at the time. So I question that report a little bit, but it's like the phantom sound of an alarm. But Maybe that's like a slap machine, like, going off. Yeah, there's a lot of those noises, right? When you're in, if you've been to Vegas or like a big casino, that's typical. I agree. If they didn't have fire alarms back then, although maybe they would have heard sirens coming towards the building. Maybe they could have heard that. Maybe the spirits there know that there's now fire alarms. <laughs> they mock, pull them for all we know. I, I don't know. I, I The other thing is, you know, Marijuana is legal in in Nevada now, so they definitely could be on the edibles. Lots of fake siren sounds absolutely could be occurring for folks. <laughs> oh, wow, I had not thought of that, but especially it is in the last possible. few, if these are new reports in the last few years, I'm just saying it could be attributed to the new local laws there. Possibly. Now, the other thing that you want to look for: people will enter their rooms. And they'll see figures laying in the bed, like not moving. And they think these may be like the images of people that passed away from the smoke inhalation because the fire actually started in the morning. So it's likely people were just sleeping and not knowing what's going on. Oh my goodness. Very, very creepy. The other really weird report that came from here, and I don't know if this has anything to do with the fire, But apparently there was a woman in her room and she saw disembodied feet, just their feet. And she like freaked out, called the front desk and was like, oh my God, there's like somebody's feet in this room. And like they disappeared. It was like ghost feet. I wonder what the front desk thought about all this. I mean, it has to be like one of the weirdest calls they've ever received. Maybe that person was on the extra substances, but <laughs> maybe it is Vegas. There's, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's Vegas. I don't know. I think, you know, the other thing to consider is we talk about this all the time on this show, which is that hotels tend to have some tragedy behind them. 
I would bet you that Vegas hotels have more tragedy than other hotels. You go to the casino, you lose a whole lot of money. Guess what? You can't open in most hotels now in Vegas. You can't open windows. And, and that's for a reason. They don't want people jumping out of them. <laughs> Maybe this is rumor, but that's the legend that I've heard around Vegas. Uh, people go and lose all of your all of your savings. You lose everything. And then people, unfortunately, you know, die yeah. by suicide more there than maybe some other places. I could be totally wrong on this, but I I, I swear I've heard somebody say that. I have before. heard that too. I, I think there might be validity to that. I don't know. I, I'd have to research it more. But now that you're saying that, yes, I actually have heard that as well. But I mean, it unfortunately, like, does make sense that that could happen there, right? People are making kind of crazy decisions in this over-the-top environment and you know right it, it starts to impact them mentally right so you're right there absolutely could be ghosts here that are not related to the fire at all in general they see ghosts here walking around the halls the casino floor there's all kinds of them but the biggest report is i saw somebody walking in the casino and then they disappeared that is one of the reports that you'll hear a lot. So not necessarily of a specific person. I will talk about a specific person here in a minute that's seen pretty commonly, but it's just numerous people that see random ghosts appear walking and then are gone. I We've got to go back to Bally's, Lisa. So this is going to be like now that I know this, we are absolutely going to Bally's like with respect. I mean, I, I feel like what a horrible horrible tragedy that occurred um with these folks that died i mean that is a lot of just needless loss of life you know and these people had families and they just were gone but you know i think too that a lot of this sounds very residual to me like the sound of someone trying to run out of the building or yelling um, almost like the fire is there it sounds like it's an imprint of what happened right so hopefully like Hopefully most of these people have kind of just moved on and they're on the other side, whatever that happens to be. And you've got a lot of residual hauntings just happening uh, because of the, this, the horrible tragedy that occurred. Yes. Now, the saddest haunt, this may be the saddest I've ever heard of a haunting. Oh. So prepare yourself here. So on the 17th floor, they say they hear what sounds like a young boy calling out for his mother. Oh and gosh then that yelling for his mom turns into coughing and then slowly fades out horrible that is so sad what a nightmare terrible like ugh, it makes my heart hurt hearing that but it, it is something that is experienced a lot on that 17th floor but again to your point it sounds residual to me i'm hoping it's residual and that this little boy has has moved on to the other side now the other apparition the last apparition i am going to talk about i i find fascinating i feel like if you've ever been to a casino we've all seen this person okay and this is the person sitting at the slot machines playing two slots at one time smoking (laughs) a cigarette all right yeah and so people will see this woman sitting there playing two slots at once smoking a cigarette and they'll see a lot of smoke 
and they will assume the smoke is from her cigarette until they look down and they realize that her entire dress is actually on fire. And that is where the smoke is coming from. And as people approach her to say, oh my gosh, ma'am, your dress is on fire, she will turn to them and disappear. Wow. I I mean, as tragic as the story is, like, that's a cool haunting story. It's almost like, uh, but hers sounds more intelligent than the others because she acknowledges that they're there by, she, she notices them, right? So it says, you know, maybe that's more intelligent, but, but almost residual at the same time. I don't know. Is there an in-between? I, maybe. I'm really not sure. But I mean, I feel like we've all seen that person in the casino and she's there playing her, playing her slots for all eternity. Yeah. Interesting. We are going to be on the lookout for that next time we're in Vegas. I mean, gosh, we've got to go through valleys. I just can't even believe we weren't looking for this before. So part of the reason I picked this place, of course, it's haunted. That's one of the criteria. But also, it is in a major vacation destination. It is in Las Vegas, like I said, right in the middle of the Strip. So if you're staying the night here, like, you can go do a million different things. You can go see shows. My favorite thing personally about Vegas, and granted, I haven't been there in years, is the food, the restaurants. The oh, restaurants yeah. are incredible. Just such an amazing selection. I'm not really into gambling as much anymore, but the food will get me every so single time. So little known fact about me and Lisa is that we are huge Bobby Flay fans from the Food Network. And he's got several restaurants in the Las Vegas area, along with a lot of other famous chefs. And let me tell you, it does not disappoint ever. Um, it's like a food lover's journey. If, you, if you're if you a foodie, go to Vegas because there are just like endless, awesome restaurants. I, I love it. I got to yes. go back. I totally agree. And in fact, there's supposed to be this Thai place off the strip that mm-hmm. I'm dying to go to. We didn't go last time, but it's supposed to be like the best in the United States. I saw it on the show Top Chef. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. It's supposed to be like the best Thai food in the country. It's supposed to be great. Yes. So this casino and hotel, it also has restaurants. It has a brunch buffet. You know, Vegas is known for their buffets. It's got seafood on it. I'm sure it's excellent, right? I I mean, I don't know. You'd have to compare the different buffets in Vegas. There's so many different ones that I wouldn't even know how how to classify this one. But looks decent, right? other restaurants lounges bars i think there's a spa here there's gambling so there's there's a lot to do at bally's if you stay here it is pet friendly for up to two dogs that are 50 pounds oh come on now aldo i would have to just lie be like he's 50 pounds he's he can come through yeah yeah Yeah. he's tall but But they are they are pet friendly which is nice i thought i'd throw that out there The prices, Lindsay, were a little astounding to me because this has convinced me even more that we absolutely have to go to Vegas. (laughs) Hotel capital of of the world. And the rooms look decent. Normally, I see a hotel this price and I'm like, 
Oh my God, it must be a dump. I'm sure you couldn't even sleep there, you know. No. So these prices right now, granted, they do have a promo going on on their website, something about like fall savings or something like that. So there was some discounts. However, I could get a room on a weeknight this week, next week for $35 a night. What? Allie's. Yeah. No way. Get out of here. For real. I'm thinking about booking a ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Lisa, let's look at flights. (laughs) We might need to make this happen. Holy crap. That's crazy. It is crazy. Now, I thought you were going to say like 90 bucks. And I was going to be like, wow, that's that's a great deal. I was also totally shocked. But a lot of times, Lindsay, just depending on the day of the week, this is a place where it truly is going to vary every single day, depending on the time of year, the day of the week. I mean, it varies significantly. If you are going on like a weekday for a couple days on not like super peak season, you can easily get a room here anywhere between $40 to $100. And these are like double queen bedrooms. Yeah. Like normal, just your typical hotel room, I imagine. Yes. And they look fine. I mean, for 35 bucks a night, heck yes. My big thing, like, it's got to be clean. Um, That's the big thing. You think, gosh, if you're going to some El Cheapo place, like, is it going to be clean? Did they clean the bathrooms? There's no bed bugs. I mean, these are things that are extremely important. Typically, a hotel, like, on the Strip is going to be pretty clean, I imagine, but... I don't know. But I will say, like I said, prices vary. So if I were to try to book the same room for $35 on New Year's Eve in Mm. Vegas... Now the price is around $400 a night. Granted, that's one of the biggest party nights of the year, if not the biggest. So it makes sense that it goes up so significantly. But do plan out when you're going to go because New Year's Eve prices are going to skyrocket significantly. But other times, I mean, who knew? I, I mean, it's been a long time since I looked into going to Vegas and wow. Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense, though, because they have so many hotel rooms in that city that I imagine, you know, just going ahead and letting someone book for 35 bucks is better than just letting it stay empty on off season. So I could see how you might be able to get a cheap room just because of the vast number of hotel room options you have in Vegas. It, it makes a whole lot of sense. And a lot of times casinos are giving away free rooms or so many nights for free because you gamble a lot, right? We have family members, you know who you are, right? That earn free hotel stays at like the Bellagio, right? So it makes sense. I could see how you could get a decent hotel room at such a decent rate. Yes. So Lisa, I just, I'm shocked that this episode was about the Bally's Casino in Las Vegas and hotel. Wow, I mean like terrible tragedy, it's awful. But I really want to go back and just at the very least walk through the casino, you know, and maybe go into the stairwell and and see if if we see or hear anything. I mean, so interesting that some of those especially likely to be residual haunts are still going on out there. Well, listeners, we want to thank you all so much for listening to the show every week. It means a ton. We got a new review uh, this week, which I just appreciate so much. It's from Jan Joss. They say, this is a well-done podcast, intelligent, direct, and to the point, yet fun and interesting. They make me want to go see these places myself. In fact, I'm going to Savannah next spring, 
and will hope to see several of the spots they spoke about. Thank you, ladies. I am curious where she's going to stay. I would love to know and live vicariously through her because I'm just always thinking about our next trip to Savannah because I just love that city so much. And you don't live that far, so it makes it like an easy stop. No doubt about it. Like if any of you um, have questions around, you know, some ideas for Savannah, I mean, obviously you can listen to our podcast. We have lots of Savannah-based episodes that are places we love, of course. Uh, But you can always email us. You can go to yourhauntedholiday.com and hit contact us and um, say, hey, what do you recommend? And we could throw a few ideas your way. We've been there enough and we've had um, quite a bit of fun going out there. We can't do the same things every time. So we try to expand on our trips. But uh, thank you so much for the review. If you're listening and you enjoy the show, make sure to leave a five-star review, just like Jan Joss did. Uh, Thank you so much for listening and have a great week. Stay safe and healthy, everybody. Mm -hmm.